0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to welcome you on board today's flight. Hello, everyone. My name is Selvin, and I would like to welcome you on board my American dream story. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. To start, who knows where Guatemala is located? Exactly. Nobody knows where Guatemala is located. The only thing thing people know about it is our delicious coffee and thanks to the most beloved American president of all time we are known for being killers and rapists (laughs) Uh, yeah so to sum it up Guatemalans are known for being highly caffeinated killers and rapists (laughs) so imagine a watermelon walks into a cafe and says, Hey, barista, give me a cheap triple shot of espresso. Hurry, because I have some pillaging and killing to do. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, on a serious note, I am proud for being from Guatemala, but uh, my parents wanted a better future for us. So, at the age of 10, my family moved to the United States It was a 1,326-mile journey to find that elusive American dream. How was I going to accomplish that? I had no idea. I knew I wanted a better education, lots and lots of money in my pocket, and that big-ass American house. This is my American dream story. start, nothing was easy in Guatemala. Have any of you been camping? Alright, now imagine going camping, but you have to ration your food, you only get electricity for two to three hours a day, and your only form of entertainment was a stick and a rock. <laughs> That's what living in Guatemala was like. <laughs> no, for real, it was. Uh, it took my family and I 10 years uh, to hop some fences and borders. We leaped on some trains, we paddled some canoes and crossed some rivers, but we made it to U.S. soil. Woo-hoo! <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we went through the green card immigration process and that took 10 years to obtain. But we finally made it to America. Woohoo! We arrived in Patterson, New Jersey in 1996. And at the time, uh, you gotta understand, I'm coming from a third world country and I was 10 years old. So my gullible mind was like, wow, this is the greatest city in America. Look at all the buildings. Look at all the nice roads. There's more than one road. (laughs) And for anyone who has been to New Jersey, you know that it is a shithole. But uh, I didn't care. Who cares about these drug dealers, junkies, and trash on every corner? I'm out of the sticks, baby. My, uh, my first meal and Christmas in the United States was when I realized that we weren't poor anymore. We had so many presents, so much food. I had my own bed, shoes and socks with holes in them, and more than one TV. I liked having all that, and I wanted more of that. So every summer school break, I worked my father in construction. So I started working uh, construction on my summer school breaks at the age of 11 with my father uh, because I like having money in my pocket. And I mean, who doesn't like having money in their pocket, right? But um, I realized early on that uh, in the United States, the better education you have, the more money you're gonna have in your pocket. So I knew education was important, although I actually I, uh, might have struggled a little bit. In my first 20 years of school, I had to retake fifth grade three times, ninth grade twice, and twelfth grade twice. And uh, Hooked on Phonics, uh, I took it, but it actually uh, gave up on me. Uh, <laughs> no, just, just playing. Uh, I knew, uh, I knew the education uh, was so important. So I only missed about two to three days of school from my fifth grade all the way to my twelfth grade. Uh, my parents were really strict about school attendance. If I was sick, my parents would say, "I don't know. Should you put some bakes on and go to school." If there was a foot of snow. My dad would say, well, son, you better leave one hour early so you don't be late. It's not, if there was a federal holiday, you know you have it off, right? But no, my mom will say, well, mijo, you better go make sure there is no school, okay? So <laughs> I knew and they knew that education was crucial for an immigrant to prosper. As I said earlier, every summer school break I've worked. So from the age of 11 all the way to the age of 17, I worked different jobs. Um, I worked construction, landscaping, painting houses, car wash, and in the restaurant industry. Uh, You name a job, I have probably done it. And uh, you know those are hard jobs. Those are jobs that nobody wants because they are hard and pay very little. But then Americans complain about immigrants and say, <laughs> I, I have worked them. i worked them because I love having money in my pocket and saving it. And it's honest work. And I wanted a big bank account. So I knew. If I wanted to accomplish my American dreams, accomplish my goals, I had to work hard and finish school. So I completed high school, got my high school diploma, was excited to go to college. um, But I actually had to pay out of pocket to go to college because financial aid didn't help me much. Um, And so I had to work at the same time. But then on top of that, capitalism happened to me. Bills on top of bills started to pile on and I felt like I wasn't going nowhere. So my determined immigrant attitude kicked in and I joined the United States Air Force. Whoa! When somebody offers you free education, a big pay raise every year and a chance to travel the world, you take it. You know, you jump on it and you have to understand something too, somebody like me that doesn't have rich parents and how the system is assigned, being a minority you have to be diligent and improvise to get to the top. So in my case, the best case scenario for me was to prosper through the military system. Without a doubt, joining the Air Force was great for me. And I also wanted to get back to a country that gave my family a chance, you know, a chance for that American dream. Joining the military was the best decision for somebody like me. And it truly was an honor serving. And although the military wasn't easy, I knew I had nothing to go back to. So I bit the bullet, and my mind was made up to accomplish all the goals that I set for myself. And I have accomplished some of that goals. I mean, I've traveled to over 25 different countries. I've been to countries that no watermelon has ever heard of. Liechtenstein, Montenegro, Croatia. I mean, come on, listen here, man. I'm the captain now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I, I'm doing the land pillaging now, and the invading now. Except I needed a proper passport, a good Airbnb, and lots and lots of euros. (laughs) But, but I am properly invading and pillaging the Europeans now, you know? (laughs) Oh, how the tables have turned, baby and I actually prospered while I was in the military. I prospered through promotions and different military assignments. And I also got married to a beautiful woman. I have two great kids, a boy and a girl. I was on my way to the top and I still feel like I'm on my way to the top. on my way to the top baby. Man, that feels good to say. And for anyone who is chasing the American dream, you know, owning a house is like the ultimate aspiration. That house with the white picket fence is like your own personal life achievement trophy, you know. And listen, let me tell you something. There is no safer feeling than being surrounded by wealthy, middle-aged Caucasians in the suburbs. I mean, just playing, but sadly, there is some truth to that. Eventually, I became a homeowner. I went from living in a hut in Guatemala to owning a seven-bedroom, 21-room house in the United States. My hard work, education, and risk-taking finally paid off. My education is free thanks to my 12 years of military service. I am financially stable. I have a family I always wanted. And you know what? I have achieved my American dream. Thank you. Thank you. Unfortunately, chasing the American dream also came with sacrifices and heartaches. The biggest one I had to go through was leaving my grandparents behind. Uh, They couldn't come with us due to a a bureaucratic immigration process, so I have taken care of them financially over the years, but you know, it's not the same, and uh, unfortunately, my my uh, grandmother passed away on uh, fourth September of this year. And uh, it was it was even harder for all of us because we couldn't travel due to COVID restrictions in Guatemala. And uh, on a side note, you know how horrible the United States has handled COVID? Even a third world country doesn't want you and cancels all flights from the United States. I mean, come on that's like a homeless person turning down a room at the four seasons (laughs) uh yeah it's crazy We need to do better Uh, having said that please never forget the people you leave behind support them however you can whether it's financially spiritually or mentally never forget what they did for you and to sum this all up Uh, You can fulfill your American dream if you work hard, keep on improving yourself through education, and step out of of your comfort zone. Your story might not take you 1,326 miles, but remember that every journey starts with a single step. Thank you. (laughs)